the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the radio broadcast ministry of Kettering Baptist Church, where we minister in the spirit of excellence under the leadership of our anointed senior pastor, Buka Sterling III. Please stay tuned at the end of this broadcast for information on how to obtain a copy of today's message in its entirety. And now, Pastor Sterling. I want to invite you to the book of Judges, Judges chapter 6. Verse 33, according to Judges chapter 6, beginning at verse number 33, the word of God reads like this. Then all the Midianites and the Amalekites, the people of the east, gathered together, and they crossed over and encamped in the valley of Jezreel. But the Spirit of the Lord came upon Gideon, and then he blew the trumpet, and the Abizarites gathered behind him. And he sent messengers throughout all Manasseh and, gather, and, they, and who also gathered behind him. He also sent messengers to Asher, Zebulon, Naphtali, and they came up to meet him, or rather to meet them. So Gideon said to God, if you will save Israel by my hand, as you have said, look, I shall put a fleece of wool on the threshing floor. And if there is dew on the fleece only and is dry on the ground, then I shall know that you will save Israel by my hand. And as you have said, and it was so. So when he rose early the next morning and squeezed the fleece together, he wrung out the dew out of the fleece, a bowl full of water. Then Gideon said to God, do not be angry with me, but, but let me speak just once more. Let me test, I pray, just once more with the fleece. Let it now be dry only on the fleece, but all around on the ground, let the fleece, or rather, let there be dew. And God did so that night that it was dry on the fleece only, but there was dew all on the ground. Then Jeroboam, that is Gideon, and all of the people who were with him rose early and encamped beside the well of Herod, so that the camp of the Midianites was on the north side of them by the hill of Morah in the valley. And the Lord said to Gideon, the people who are with you are too many for me to give the Midianites into their hands, lest Israel claim glory for itself against me saying, My own hand has saved me. Now, therefore, proclaim in the hearing of the people, saying, Whoever is fearful and afraid, let him turn and depart at once from Mount Gilead. And 22,000 of the people returned, and 10,000 remained. Yeah, my Lord. But the Lord said to Gideon, The people are still too many. Bring them down to the water, and I will test them for you there. 
then it will be that of whom I say to you, this one shall go with you and the same shall go with you. And of whomever I say to you, this one shall not go with you. The same shall not go. So he brought the people down to the water and the Lord said to Gideon, everyone who laps from the water with his tongue as a dog laps, you shall set apart by himself. Likewise, everyone who gets down on his knees to drink and the number of those who lapped putting their hands to their mouth was 300 men. But the rest of the people got down on their knees to drink water. Then the Lord said to Gideon, by the 300 men who have lapped, I will save you and deliver the Midianites into your hand. Let all the other people go, every man to his place. So the people took their provisions and their trumpets and in their hands, sent away the rest of Israel and every man to his tent and uh, retained those 300 men. Now the camp of the Midian was below him in the valley. Would you pray with me, Father in heaven, we honor you on this morning. We bless you for this privileged opportunity of preaching the gospel. Lord, open up our ears, open up our understanding that we might grow to be more like you to be able to accomplish and to achieve our full potential in Christ Jesus. Spirit of the Lord, if there's any that don't know you as Lord and Savior of their life, let today be the day that they come to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. Spirit of the Lord, for everyone who is challenged and struggling, who just needs to hear a word from you, God, speak a word into their life. Someone, God, came in and they were just saying, I just got to hear from God. I just got to hear from God. Someone's tuning in this morning and they saying to themselves, I've just got to hear from God. I've just got to hear from God. Lord, I'm praying you speak clearly into their hearing, Lord, through my lips, Lord God. Let my mind be clear. Let my speech be clear that the very word of God might come forward like the oracle of God and that Whatever you set it out to accomplish, I know you will accomplish through it. So, Father, I yield myself as a vessel in your hand. Accomplish your will through me, Lord, even now. In the precious and mighty name of Jesus Christ, save the lost, reclaim the drifter, edify the body. But above and beyond everything else, Lord God, is my sovereign prayer that you glorify yourself. It's in Jesus' name I pray. And I thank you. Amen. And amen. As we dig into this particular uh, text this morning, and as we've been examining this whole idea, what we have discovered is that as we move forward to try to achieve our full potential in Christ Jesus, it is very evident that we're going to have to fight a good fight. Say amen, somebody, because there are going to be all kinds of obstacles that are going to come against us to hinder us from being the best we can be and accomplishing our full potential in Christ Jesus. So we're going to have to get it in our mind that we're going to have to fight our way to get there if we're going to accomplish this assignment. In our text this morning, God comes to Gideon while he's on the threshing floor. You, you got to understand something about the book of Judges, first of all. Judges is happening during a period of time when the people of Israel were stuck on themselves. And the Bible says it this way, that every man was doing what was right in his own eyes. Kind of sounds like 2022. 20, 
But what was going on is that Israel, God's people, were under attack and they were under siege and the Midianites was giving them the blues. I mean, every time they would plant crops and every time they would get things just about going, the Midianites would come and attack them and take all their crops and steal all this stuff. And so Israel had gotten to the place that when they began to raise things and when they began to uh, get a little bit of crops, what they'd do is they'd hurry up and go out and get them and hide them in the caved areas and they would, they would try to keep a little for themselves so even when they got attacked that that they would have something left and so here is Gideon if you move back into chapter 6 a little bit further than I read for you this morning Gideon is on the threshing floor threshing wheat trying to hide from the Midianites while he's there the angel of the Lord shows up to him and begins to talk to him and says I'm going to deliver Israel by your hand now you got to see yourself in the picture and in the in the footsteps of Gideon Gideon is a scared young man who is hiding from his enemy threshing wheat on his on the on a threshing floor of his father's place and so Gideon is not the example of a, a warrior but in fact God when he talks to him he calls him what he doesn't even see himself to be I'm preaching way better than you are saying amen God calls Gideon a mighty man of war and Gideon's thinking to himself man I'm just a wheat thrasher I'm just I'm just thrashing wheat I'm trying to show you how God can take you from where you are to point you and show you what your full potential is. Gideon didn't see his full potential. He didn't comprehend that that's what um, he was going to do. In fact, he could not even fully accept what God was saying that God, you're going to use me to deliver all of the Midianites? You're going to deliver Israel by my hand? He could not even comprehend that. He couldn't couldn't even believe that. But the Lord spoke to him and, and, and told him, and if you look back in 625, as the angel of the Lord is talking to him. He says to Gideon, Gideon, what I want you to do is I want you to go and tear down that, that altar of Baal that your father has raised up because the children of Israel are worshiping all other kind of gods. They're not faithful to God anymore. They're doing whatever they want to do. And, and Gideon's father had erected a, a, a temple, rather not a temple, but a, an altar to Baal, and they were offering sacrifices to Baal. They were worshiping some other god. That's always a problem with God, just in case you ever wanted to know. God always gets angry when you start worshiping some other god. And so the anger of the Lord gets aroused when you see that in the text. And so if you keep reading through God says to, to Gideon, Gideon, go tear down that, that altar that your father has to Baal. And so Gideon goes and gathers together about 10 other soldiers and 10 other guys gets along with him. And he, he sets his plan in place. And he says, well, you know, we, we're not going to do this in the daytime because if we do it in the daytime, everybody's going to know it was me. And he was afraid that they were going to, you know, handle him instead of him being able to handle them taking down the altar. And so he goes at night so he can get around being exposed, listen, to doing what God told him to do. Y'all know anybody like that that's hiding, trying to do what God told them to do? Scared to do it in the daylight, but creeping around at night. Okay. So in 633, he, he goes... Um, he tears down the altar of Baal, and he takes one of his father's, uh, one of his father's animals, and as God told him, and he, he constructs an altar to God in place of the altar to Baal. And he sacrifices his father's 
animal on the altar to God. And when the people got up the next morning, the altar to Baal was gone and they were highly upset. So, so the word went out, who did this? And somebody who had insight about the matter said it was that Gideon. You see, Gideon had a reputation of not going with the flow. And so they begin to then gather together. The Midianites gather together. The, the Amalekites come and the, the Midianites come and the people of the east come. And they're all gathering together. Now they're going to wage war and go to battle against Israel because of the act of Gideon. Because Gideon did what God told him to do, they're now going to wage war and have a battle with Gideon. I'm trying to help you right here. When you do what God says do, expect a battle to come your way. Y'all still here with me? And so Gideon gathers together some troops and he calls from Manasseh and he calls from Asher and he calls from Zebulun and he calls from Naphtali and, and they all come together. He's got, a, he's got a, a good sizable group of folks together and they're ready now for battle. I want to use this text this morning to talk to you from the subject matter, a strong battle plan, a strong battle plan. Now, I, I need you to understand something as, as, we, as we're trying to press our way, as we're trying to comprehend how we're going to achieve our full potential in Christ Jesus in 2022, I need you to understand you need to have a strong battle plan. Y'all still here? I already told you, you're going to have some battles and the battles are going to come when you, when you begin to do what God said, this is what I need you to do. Expect the battles to come. But when the battles come, you're going to need to have a strong battle plan in order to achieve your full potential in Christ Jesus. Now, Gideon, while he's here on the edge of entering into battle, he's going to do three things that I believe they'll be extremely helpful for us to do in as, as, as a strong battle plan. Three things I think we're going to need to, to execute to it as a strong battle plan to achieve our full potential in Christ. All right? The first thing that, is, that Gideon does, beginning there in chapter 6, uh, in 33 where I was reading, is he puts out a fleece. All right? So I'm going to say, first of all, it, it, it might be beneficial to you as a matter of a, a good and a strong battle plan to put out your fleece. What do you mean put out a fleece, Pastor? What, what are you talking about? Well, a fleece is a means by which you can validate the instructions that God have given you. Stay with me. Um, on the one hand, it's a means to validate that what I heard did come from God. Because you do know there's a whole lot of voices talking in your ear. And every now and then when we hear something, we, we need to make sure that what we heard was the voice and the instruction of God. All right? And unless we get down the road and we find out that that wasn't God speaking, it was the enemy speaking, or it was just me speaking to myself. Y'all still here? And so a fleece can be a means by which we can validate that the message that I've heard literally did come from God. Now, that's on the one side. But there's, there's another side to this fleecing issue. Another part of this fleecing is a representation of your weak faith 
that says I'm not, my faith is not strong enough to believe what God just told me. So I'm going to use a fleece perhaps to help my faith grow to the instruction that I just received. Y'all still here? Now, you need to to know a few things. God has already shown Gideon that he's with him. And Gideon doesn't just put the fleece out one time. He puts the fleece out two times. Now, if you had gone before God and said to God, God, okay, I'm I'm just going to try to really make sure that this is you speaking. And I believe that God, only you can do this. So, God, I'm going to put out this fleece of wool. And God, if, if, if in the morning... The ground is dry, but the fleece is soaking wet. I'll know it was you, God. Now, let me say this. You got different kinds of fleeces that you execute. So this is not a strange scenario for you. I'm going going to circle back to that in just a moment. But if that had happened and you got up the next morning and the fleece was soaking wet and all around was dry, you got to kind of know that that was God. Right? Especially if this is not the first time that God has validated for you that I'm the one speaking to you. And not only that, it wasn't just any angel that appeared to Gideon talking to Gideon in the first place. It was the angel of the Lord. Y'all still here? That's the pre-incarnate Christ is speaking to Gideon, telling Gideon, Gideon, I'm going to bring victory to Israel by your hand. But even after that, I'm trying to show you where Gideon's faith was. Gideon's faith, even though God makes the fleece wet and the ground dry, Gideon says, hmm, can you do that again? I like the way he approaches. He said, God, God, don't be mad at me. And in essence, Gideon, he's, he's really being honest about where he is because sometimes we need to be honest where we are. Sometimes the truth is our faith just ain't there. When God is saying, I'm getting ready to do this through you, and you're saying, well, 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 boy, wait a minute, God. Let the light be green and red at the same time. When I drive around, let me get that front row parking space if it's you, God. I mean, I want to get an A in this class, even though I didn't ever study, Lord, if it's you. This is how we fleece God. Some of the fleeces we have are just ridiculous. Come on, if you didn't study, you ain't getting no A. That really would have had to have been God, but just don't give God ridiculous. Don't tempt the Lord. Don't, don't try to test me. Just not asking crazy stuff. But Gideon's faith is weak. He cannot comprehend God is going to do this. And he takes God through. But God is patient with him. And God, listen, and God will be patient with you. But, but at least Gideon is seeking to know that this is God's instruction. So he puts his fleece out before the Lord. Now, let me say this to you. If your faith is where Gideon's faith is, go ahead and put your fleece out. Y'all still here? Part of the battle plan, because you've got to go to battle. And if you just absolutely need to be sure that God is leading you a certain way, go ahead and put your fleece out. And if you have to, put it out a second time. 
And if it's really, really weak, go ahead and put it out a third time. But can I help you with something? Sooner or later, you got to stop fleecing God and you got to get up off your derriere and you've got to step out on faith and trust God at his word. Don't be sitting around 10 years late talking about I'm still fleecing God. I'm still late waiting for the light to be green and red at the same time. Sooner or later, you've got to move. You've got to go to battle. The battle is coming to you. And you've got to be ready. Are y'all still here? So Gideon puts his fleece out. Second thing that Gideon does, and it's, it's here in the text as well, picks up in chapter 7. It says, then Jeroboam, that is Gideon, because they gave Gideon this name, Jeroboam, because of what he had done earlier by destroying the altar of Baal. And, and watch this. I'm going to go back and read it for you. In verse chapter 6, it says, therefore, chapter 6, verse 32 it says, therefore, on that day, which is the day that they found out he had tore down the altar and all that, it says that he called him Jeroboam, saying, let Baal plead against him because he has torn down his altar. Why is that important? It's important because I want you to see something behind this immediate scene of battle the immediate scene of battle is the Amalekites and the the Midianites and the people of the east but behind the people that are coming there is the the god that they were worshiping called Baal and they have in essence said let Baal fight against Gideon y'all still here I need you to understand, and Baal is just another name for Satan, for the demons, the spiritual warfare that's happening behind the scene. And so the reason why that's important is because I want you to understand, some, it's not the people who you're at battle with, it's, it's the spiritual entity behind the people. Y'all, y'all, y'all getting this? And so the, the, the text says, let, let, let Baal fight against him. Let, 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 let that spirit be at war with him let Baal plead against him and fight against him because it was Baal's temple whom that he tore down and so when we start tearing down Satan's kingdom help me God you've got to understand that he's going to send his his battle at you in other forms that you might not recognize but I, I, the reason why I want you to know it's not the people is because I don't want you tearing down the people because it's not the people that's really doing the battle it's 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 the bail it's the demon it's the satan behind it's the spirit behind that y'all still here and so the text says in that this jeroboam who is gideon and all the people who were with him rose early and encamped beside the well of herod so the second thing that Gideon does, which is, I think, part of a, a strong battle plan, he, he first puts... To continue our journey, tune in next week for the second half of today's message. Praise the Lord. You have been listening to the radio broadcast ministries of Kettering Baptist Church, 
under the leadership of Senior Pastor Bukas Sterling III, where we minister in the spirit of excellence. We pray that you have been richly blessed by today's message. Financial contributions in support of this ministry are welcome. We thank you in advance for uniting with us in kingdom building. For a copy of this sermon on CD or to hear this message again on the web, please visit our website at KetteringMinistries.org and remember to reference the title and broadcast date. We hope that you have enjoyed our journey together. And we invite you to join us for one of our spirit-filled worship services, Sundays at the Legacy Center, located at 6909 Crane Highway, Upper Marlboro, Maryland. For additional information, go to our website at KetteringMinistries.org or contact our church office at 301 627 9500. Please join us again as Senior Pastor Bucus Sterling III and the Kettering Baptist Church family minister in the spirit of excellence. Beginning Sunday, January 2nd, 2022, the new service times for adult Sunday school, new members class, and young adult power hour will be 8.45 a.m. to 9.45 a.m. The new service times for in-person worship service, children's church, and nursery will be 10 a.m. Continue to connect with us in person or virtually via our website, Facebook, and YouTube. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.